You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. This is how defiant faith is born. So look what he says. So one thing I ask, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. I want to seek him in his temple. Why? Verse five, for in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle. He will set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above, somebody should give a little amen here, above the enemies who surround me. So at the end of the day, God's going to exalt me. He's going to prove, hey, my heart was right. My motives were pure. I, I wasn't fake news. I was just being me, trying to be faithful, trying to do the right thing the whole time. And now God has vindicated and he's exalted my head up above my enemies. And the result of that is going to be that at the tabernacle, I'll sacrifice with shouts of joy and I will sing and make music to the Lord. First thing, God, let me see so that as I see, I can believe. Believe what? Believe that God's got me, that I'm surrounded by God, not by them. And number two, that God's purposes can't be thwarted in this situation. So I'm not in charge of the outcome of this situation. God, you are. And if you want to let it go off the rails and go haywire and go down the tubes, then that's up to you because I, I'm not managing the world. You are. But I believe based on scripture that no plan of yours can be thwarted. That's Job's final conclusion after losing it all. Job 42.2. I believe that you are a great God and no plan of yours can be thwarted. You start telling your God things like that. You are going to see your heart change and I believe you're going to see God move in the story. This is defiant faith, and it is faith that pleases God. God, everything looks haywire. Everything looks dark. The whole army of the Arameans have surrounded us in the night, but no plan of yours can be thwarted. No purpose of yours can be stopped. Nothing that you've planned for me can be derailed by these jokers. You are the God of my life and not them, and you got us all surrounded today. I'm going to keep my eyes on you. See and believe. But I'll tell you, there's a third thing in here that's a little bit of a curveball. And that is this, when we see and when we believe, it gives us the posture and possibility to bless and not curse those who are against us. I didn't expect an amen there. And what I expect there is for people to go, I was kind of liking this right up to that. Exalt me, vindicate me, and if possible, destroy them. (laughs) But look what happened when the eyes of the servant were opened. They saw the horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And as the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed again to the Lord. And this is a prayer I believe that we can pray. Strike these people with blindness. So God struck the Aramean army with blindness as Elisha had asked. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, oh, Jennifer over there in the office has really been on my nerves. Make her go blind. You know, that's not, that's not it. You're like, well, I tried that already. Actually, I was praying that. (laughs) 
And so God struck them with blindness as Elisha asked. And so here they come, but they don't understand. We don't know if they literally can't see. They are, they are walking, so somehow they can see something. But I think what the, the impact and import of this is that somehow their understanding was veiled because they're, they're still coming. Like, okay, we're coming to get Elisha. Are we at Dothan? Is this Dothan? Because we're on the way to Dothan. And Elisha told them, this is not the road and this is not the city. Follow me and I'll lead you to the man you're looking for. And he led them to Samaria. Why did he do that? Because that's where the armies of Israel were. And after they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Open them, close them. Open them, close them. These are kinds of prayers I believe we could pray. God, open my friend's eyes to see Jesus. Open my friend's eyes to see how much you love him. Open my friend's eyes to see the power of the cross. Open my friend's eyes to see how beautiful you are, God. But then when your enemies surround you, God, close these people's eyes. Confuse these people. Blind these people, God. Protect us from their intent and their evil ways, God. And then when people get to a posture where all of a sudden things are going to be revealed, open their eyes. And so it's closed, it's open, it's closed, it's open. It's God reveal, show what's going on here. So he opened it, their eyes and they looked and they were inside Samaria. And they're like, uh-oh, this is not where we were headed. And now we are surrounded. So we came to surround the man, but now we're surrounded by Israel and the king of Israel is like, this worked out absolutely perfect. And he says what some of us would have said. And so then he said to Elisha, shall I kill them, my father? And then he repeats, because he's losing his mind. Shall I kill them? Please say yes. Because look, all they've been doing is attacking us and raiding us and plotting against us and planning their ways and scheming. They've been setting booby traps and ambushes for us week after week, time after time. They're trying to undermine us and kill us. So shall we kill them? Do not kill them, Elisha answered. He said, would you kill men who you captured with your own sword or bow? So set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. Go back to their master with what? This is weird. We don't know what happened. We ended up in the wrong town. We ended up surrounded by Israel and the king had his sword out and we could have all lost our lives. But then they made us a meal and it was weird. And then they said, we should come back and tell you. So he prepared a great feast for them. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master so that the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. And if you've been around Passion City, you know that the next word that comes after that sentence is, duh. God got the victory. Elisha lived and they ended up blessing their enemies and not cursing them. This is what happens when we see and believe. Now, please hear again, it's another message for another day. It doesn't mean that you don't seek justice. It doesn't mean that you don't seek to get your money back. 
where there's an opportunity to do that. It doesn't mean that you don't take steps and measures and put boundaries in your life. It doesn't mean that you just walk around and go, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you tried to kill me. That's awesome. You want to go to dinner? I'll buy dinner. I'm going to buy. I'm buying dinner. Because see, some of you are like, I can get the whole thing of God Open my eyes. Let me see that you're bigger than them. Let me see that you got me surrounded. Let me see that somehow you're going to work in the midst of all this. I get all this. But, but Louis, I'm not buying dinner for these jokers. And I get that. And if there needs to be a healthy boundary in a relationship, then put it there. But if you can find a way to bless them and not curse them, you are going to prove to them that you are a man or woman of great faith. You're like, well, why would I want to do that? Why, why would I want to do that? Why wouldn't I just want to kill him? So I'll show you. I got a big God and big chariots of fire and blind them. Bring them in. All right, open their eyes. Ha! Whack! Why wouldn't we want to do that? That'll show them. Don't mess with God's people. Well, because this is the way of the gospel. And if someone didn't do that for me, I wouldn't be here speaking to you today. God chose not to kill me when I was his enemy. Amen. He chose instead to do what? To serve me the bread of life. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.